Welcome to Upwell, the podcast. I'm Sarah, and this is my beautiful co-host, Katie. As fellow female entrepreneurs turned friends and now business partners, we are so happy you're here. With every episode, it is our sole purpose to share authentic conversations to inspire your personal level up. Take our curiosity at your best intentions and flow with us in the Upwell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Upwell, the podcast. I'm Sarah. This is Katie. <laughs> we can't stop laughing because before we turn the cameras on, you guys, we have the funniest conversations. I think I'm going to start a book of quotes because what comes out of our mouths before we hit start is hilarious. We watched this video because we were doing a little bit of prep for the episode and... I told Katie that I was sweating, and she's like, why? And I said, when I'm inspired, I perspire. <laughs> so that's how that's how I roll. That's why I'm slap happy right now. <laughs> when something inspires me, it makes me sweat because it's exciting. Okay. I don't know. I like it. Well, we hope this episode makes you sweat. <laughs> she doesn't stink, so that's good. I did shower. I'm clean. I just... <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. You're always excited to be here. I know. I know. And we are excited that you are here. Today, our topic is one that we've kind of wanted to do for a little while. We've been talking back and forth about it. So we're excited to hash it out and share some of our opinions and share some thoughts and maybe get you inspired to think a little bit about your why, (laughs) which is our topic today. Yes. Finding your why. Yeah. So let's just kick it off. Um, I feel like we hear that a lot, especially on social media. And if people are starting a fitness journey or starting an entrepreneurial endeavor or whatever that is, like doing something new in your life, a lot of people will say to find your why. Mm -hmm. So what is that in your mind? What does that mean to you? Finding your why, uh, finding the purpose behind what it is that you were doing, finding something that you wholeheartedly believe in and pursuing it authentically and with, you know, with with the purest of intentions to getting your mission or your statement or your goal or whatever it is out there. Yeah. And I use the fitness and health industry just because that's what I know the most, but I say it with my clients all the time. You know, you have to determine your most important why. And it's not, to me, it's different than a goal. You know, it's mm-hmm. different than a result. It's why do you want to do these repeated actions? Mm-hmm for the outcome that you desire. So I think finding a why is more of an emotion than a, than a thing, than an end result. My biggest why I think would be the creation of this podcast. Yeah. Is, uh, is a big why for me. It was, I, I have this belief in feeling like I can better the world with the knowledge that I have and creating a platform and creating a way to get this noggin of knowledge out to the world on a bigger scale than what I was doing was ultimately, you know, the why, because I believe in what I believe that helping people find themselves and live their best lives is kind of my purpose in life. Yeah, definitely. Like why you just said, why is an emotion or a belief, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so, it's such a deeply ingrained thing. And I think a lot of people see it for surface level. So I actually have a lot of my clients do this when they tell me their 
why, and I, I feel like it is surface level to them, mm-hmm. I have them go through the layers, essentially, the layers of your why. Mm-hmm. So say I take on a new client and they tell me that their why is to get skinny. You know, that's most people that I work with, their number one goal. Why do you want to get skinny? Exactly. That's my very first question to them. What does that mean to you? Why? You know, then they'll say, well, I want to look good in a swimsuit. Okay. Well, why do you want to look good in a swimsuit, 100%. That is exactly what I do with them is just get them to the source of their why, you know, because underneath that, maybe it is that they want to feel confident. Maybe they want to lead their family or show their children what it's like to live a healthy lifestyle. So I feel like determining your why takes a lot of self-discovery, a lot of self-awareness. A lot of self-reflection. When I was working as a personal trainer, I found that it took usually five, five whys. Um, That was how I was actually trained up uh, where I was working at the time was uh, five whys to get to the core of the root of it. And a lot of it actually stemmed down to I don't want to be unhealthy, like a parent, like a friend, like a family member. Um, again, talking specifically within the the fitness world at the time when I was a personal trainer. Um, but that's usually what it what it boiled down to was they saw something early on in life, and now where they're at in their life, they don't want what that what it was that they saw at one point in time. Yeah, and like you said. We both kind of said, but a why being an emotion or a belief, Mm -hmm. I also think that most people's why is tied to someone else, Mm -hmm. is tied to their family, is tied to society, Mm -hmm. is tied to improving the people around them. I feel like most of the time we start out doing something and think our why is solely for Mm -hmm. something that we desire or an end result that we're looking for. But so often, once you dig through, like you said, once you under uncover the bottom layer of your why, you really start to see that it's bigger than just yourself. And it's usually your why is usually because you don't want something. Oh, yeah. It's a reality that you don't want. I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of times, too, not just finding your why as a driving force, but understanding why you don't think certain things can happen for you or that you can achieve certain things or make certain things happen in your life. I think a lot of people get stuck in that mindset of they can't do things. Like, why can't you do those things? Have you tried those things? Have you, have you, you know, what, what, what in your life has told you that you can't do it? Was it somebody saying that you can't do it? Or is that true? Like you physically tried it or you've done it and you, couldn't do it, but did you try again? Did you try once and fail and then just decide, oh, I can't do it? Or, you know, like, again, why? Five layers of why. Digging down to understanding the root of where that thought or that belief is coming from. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it's not an internal, it's an external force. Mm-hmm. It's an external source that's, I think that's causing it. Most of our thoughts and beliefs come from outside things, whether that's a past experience, like you said, maybe you Mm -hmm. tried before and you failed, or maybe it's a societal belief that you've adopted, you know? So I think there's so many reasons that we believe why and why not (laughs) that we can and cannot do things. Oh, I would have to agree with you on that. Um, And I think, like you said, I think a lot of it is societal. 
especially now in the technological age where we are so connected and we're constantly seeing glimpses into other people's lives and you see them do something and you, in a sense, and I'm guilty of it too, you immediately think, well, I can't do that. Again, I'll resort back to this podcast. I saw how many podcasts are there out there? How many are out there? And I always thought to myself, I can't, I can't do a podcast. I can't do a podcast. Well, why can't I do a podcast? Well, actually, yes, you can. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. And I think not only just uncovering all those things that you maybe like a limiting belief mm-hmm. that you hang on to mm-hmm. or that you've developed in your own mind that probably isn't true in the first place is developing a strong why in yourself, why you're doing something, why you're setting out on this mission, why you want to change your life or improve the world. You know, you really have to get firm in those beliefs because once you have those and you can hang on to them, that's what replaces the limiting beliefs of the why not, you know? I think a a big why for me is um, I experienced a lot of situations in my life where I was told I couldn't do something. You can't do something. You're, you're a girl. You're too little. You're, you're this, you're too young. You're, you know, most, a lot of them stemmed down to though, you are a female. You cannot do this. And now if you say those words to me, fucking watch me. Claws out, baby. I like that. That's almost like a, that's almost like an invitation if you tell me I can't do something, that is an invitation for me to prove you wrong. Yeah, for sure. And me, that then my why is it's more of a it becomes more of an internal uh, pursuit of what I can push myself to. Yeah, I love that, too, because I love what you just said, because you're not pursuing proving someone wrong. You're pursuing you accomplishing something. Yeah. It's more of a challenge in myself to be like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. I love that you're driven. You're more like a why not driven person and I'm more of a why driven person, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We, we, we correlate. Definitely. We mesh in that regard, kind of the yin and yang of each other. Yeah. Always. In the concept of <laughs> always, just always. about everything. <laughs> Freaking frack here. <laughs> I do want to talk about how going back to finding your why and that statement and why it's so powerful and how you can even begin to determine your why for a new situation. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to find some stillness and find some quiet. I know Katie talked about that being a super important practice of hers, but I think it's really important for people to to have that for themselves. You have to make that a standard of your life at some point mm-hmm. because if you're not getting quiet and getting real with yourself and looking, digging through the layers of why in any new situation or maybe you fell off and you need to pick yourself back up, again, going back to fitness and health, this could be starting a business, anything, you know, really anything in life, they has, it has to have some sort of important underlying why for you to pursue it or accomplish it. I agree with that, that you need to, you need to have the stillness to think, but I also agree you need to have the flip side. You need to have the action. You need to, you need to try. You need to try something repeatedly before you really even know if you like it or not. Yeah. Before like, I don't, I, I can say I don't like playing basketball. Well, the last time I played basketball, I can't even tell you, but I'm sure if you, you know, if you challenged me to a game of pig, 
I would have a freaking blast with it. Like, yeah. you know, granted, yes, I understand pig is not basketball, but you get, you get what I'm <laughs> saying here. But, you know, like how often do we say, oh, well, I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, have you tried it? Have you tried it? Why? Why, why, why? Like, again, you you can sit in the stillness and under in and, and think to yourself and almost give your like find the courage to do something or find the 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 mindset to do something. But the mindset only takes you so far. You have to do the action. Yes. One hundred percent. And I I think that's a, a missing piece for a lot of people is one of those three components. The why, mm-hmm. the thought and the action. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always a mindset, a habit. And why? Mm-hmm. I mean, those three components, you can pretty much accomplish anything. Yeah, you can. You could rule the world. But you know what I mean? You could. You could. So I wanted to share a quote that I wrote. I don't even know. It was when I kind of started my own business and thinking about my own personal why is, you know, in what I was stepping into. But I wanted to come up with verbiage to share with my clients as they started their journey mm-hmm. to kind of help them understand why their why <laughs> is so important and help them kind of figure it out because I think it can be overwhelming. That's why we wanted to have this conversation because I think it's it can be scary to think about, you know, especially if you're still thinking very surface level and you haven't kind of dug through the layers and gotten to the bottom of your why. So I, I wrote this little little quote after a little meditation session that I did and it kind of just came to me and it it flowed right onto the paper. So I wanted to share it with all of you. Um, A strong why and a firm decision to make choices that align with it sets everything in motion. Your mindset and actions when aligned with your why create success. Get crystal clear about what you want and extremely attached to your why. Envision yourself accomplishing your dreams and living the life you'd like to live. All is possible when your thoughts, emotions, habits are driven by a powerful why. I love that. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I think it just helps people explore what their why is Mm -hmm. and then how they can align their life with their why. Align what they're doing, what they're stepping into, you know, creating the standard of their life Mm -hmm. and choosing values, meaningful values that are tied to that why. Let me give you an example. Again, health and fitness, sorry, it's the easiest one, easiest one to talk about. But if your your why underneath being thinner ends up boiling down to you want to feel your best for as long as possible so that you can see your grandkids grow old, something like that. Um, your choices and your thoughts and your actions have to fall in alignment. Those have to be your new values. Those are your standards of life. So. For instance, you aren't going to be eating fast food every day. You know, your new value is to shop the produce section. That is a standard for you now. And so once you can align your why and create those values and standards in your life through all of those actions and thoughts repeated, that's how you make that forward progress. That's how you build momentum and you're always moving in the right direction because your why is so strong. I think a powerful thing to do with keeping your why in your line of vision is having it written out somewhere where you can see it daily as well as speaking it daily. hundred percent. Verbalize, even if you're standing looking at yourself in the mirror, verbalizing it and saying it to yourself five, six, seven times to really truly 
believe it, you know, because we can get swayed. We can get swayed where we are hardcore. We have a belief and I'm guilty of this too. I have a belief. I have something and it's this and it's this. And then, oh, well, that's pretty over there. That's sparkly over there, you know, and I can, I can start to, to teeter over there. And then it's like, you know, three months later, I'm making this big Yui back to where I was. And then I've just wasted three, three months walking away from my true purpose. Yep. And I, that's exactly, to me, that's what your why is. It helps keep you rooted in Mm -hmm. where you are Mm -hmm. so that you can continue to walk toward what you want. And I think if you lose sense of your underlying why, even if it's in something as small as your daily workout, you know, it doesn't have to be a big grandioso, Mm -hmm. big life changing thing. It can be, why are you doing what you're doing right this moment? Mm -hmm. And I think if you lose sight of that and you just kind of fall into habits or get distracted by everything else that's going on around you and you think maybe the grass is greener in a different direction, you, you can end up wasting a lot of time and energy because you stepped away from your underlying beliefs. Yeah, because we're, we're so we're there's so much around us to distract us to, to that is trying to pull us in so many different ways that staying true to your why means letting go of, in a sense, what you want right now for ultimately pursuing what you want, like big picture. Yeah. Wise, because you might have to say no to a bunch of different little things here in the present moment in order to get to that bigger that bigger thing, that really big thing that lights up your soul. I agree. So kind of to come full circle, I just feel like once you determine that why, it's what roots you in your daily actions, Mm -hmm. your habits, your thoughts, the way you think, your mindset in moving towards something. So you have to have those roots deeply planted, I think, to stay strong in whatever endeavor that looks like. And when you find yourself deeply rooted into something, you'll also find your people with it as well. Um, You might feel like you're standing on an island all alone with with a belief of what you want out of life. Uh, But I think in time, you'll find your people and like who believe what you believe. Yeah. I I, I truly believe what you believe. And you'll you'll cultivate your inner circle. Episode six. Yeah. Go back and watch that one. But yeah, and I have actually, I'm in a, I'm a testament to that because mm-hmm. I do feel like when I made a lot of my bigger life changes, when I chose a very strong why for a lot of the things that I do day in and day out, the way I think, you know, I attracted people that felt the same way. So mm-hmm. there's something really powerful about that. Yeah. And I think that that is, uh, that's also a, a helpful factor in keeping you rooted in your why and you might find people that have been in your life for a very long time this is gonna this is some hard truths here but those people may no longer serve a purpose in your life anymore you're i mean you know deep-rooted friendships or you know just whatever it may be to where they might be holding you back from your true why just something to think about yeah and going back to your actions and your thoughts, it's the same same thing when you're talking mm-hmm. about actual physical people mm-hmm. or physical situations mm-hmm. or, you know, whether that's a, a job, you know, an employer, mm-hmm. it, all sorts of things. Like once you get really crystal clear on your why and you start to align every action you make in your life 
with that why because it's so meaningful to you and it's your core belief. Big changes in your life will start to happen. A hundred percent. So many things will shift and not in, not in a bad way. They can be scary and different and feel uncomfortable. You know, mm-hmm. Uncomfortable, definitely challenging. And but there's what's that stupid quote? No challenge, no change. But it's it's true. And life is going to challenge you, especially when you have such a strong core why at the bottom, at the foundation, you know, but that's what creates your sturdiness in it all. So I think in closing, I want to challenge all of you to really think about your why. And that can be on a grand, on a big scale and think about your why in life. Like what is your purpose in life? If that feels kind of too big, I know that is kind of a big question to ask yourself and it's a little profound at moments. So if you need to scale it back, start small, you know, start with your health, start with your profession, start with your family, you know, whatever, whatever area you want to start in. I think all of those have a deep rooted why. So obviously we talked about the five layers of why, but the best way to get to the bottom of your why and get really crystal clear on it is to find a little bit of stillness, find some quiet, find some solitude, start with the base or start with the surface level why. Something will come to you right away when you start thinking about why you want to do something or why you want to accomplish something or why you want to go from point A. Yeah, change. Mm -hmm. Go from where you are now to B, you know, Mm -hmm. go to this next place anywhere in your life. You have to get crystal clear on that why. So if you can sit down and kind of figure out the surface level, and then just dig a little deep, a little deeper. Like Katie said, the five layers of why, you know, each one, ask yourself why again, and you'll get to the bottom. Yeah. You'll get to the middle of the onion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so on top of journaling or just, you know, writing that out, like Katie said in the beginning, finding why not, also asking yourself your limiting beliefs behind it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think that you can have this, do this, be this, whatever, and also trying it, experiment experimenting I think is the key that I think that's the missing key for a lot of people we can sit in stillness and write all we want and come up with these grandiose things but until we start putting things in action yeah yep and knowing you know like you on paper it might look great but then when you start to to pursue it you might think oh mayday Mm, yeah this I'm not feeling this I've I've recently had that epiphany about something that I've wanted for a very, very, very long time. And now I'm kind of like, okay, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that this is going to, we're going to change course with this. I think something I've struggled with too, and I'm sure a lot of people listening probably have felt this before, is attaching to someone else's why. Oh, yeah. Or or feeling like they need to do something Mm -hmm. because someone else has that why, you know, it's or because like, somebody's told them that they, they, they oh, you'd be that. so good at this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we attach to other people's mm-hmm. versions of our why. Mm-hmm. So again, getting getting down to the root, getting clear on your why for mm-hmm. anything you're trying to change in your life, anything you want to improve, anything you want to start new, you know, I think it's just such an important step. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, I hope that you were inspired to sit down and think about all the different areas of your life, maybe that you want to create a little bit of change in or make some improvements in, and you can have some tools and some ideas to help you get to the bottom of your why 
and have that being a, a driving force in some of your thoughts, your mindset, your actions, your habits. All those things are stemming from your why. Absolutely. Well, got anything else for our viewers, ma'am? I think that's all for today. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Upwell the Podcast. You can find us online, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the things, all the places at Upwell the Podcast. You can find myself personally at barefoot.katie. You can find Sarah at Sarah Barron. So until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and take care of the world around you. Bye. Bye, guys.